Hello and welcome to our latest podcast on all things COVID. My name is Jackie Bickerton and I'm a Principal Associate here at Waitmans based in the Liverpool office. I'm going to give you a whistle-stop tour through some of the latest concerns being reported to us arising from the pandemic and affecting business. This is literally just a five-minute run-through, so grab your lunch and let's go. Disease and public sector, we are receiving feedback from clients that they are not yet seeing claims from COVID filter through. We anticipate that this is just a matter of time before the floodgates open, but all seems quiet at the moment. Some clients are reporting issues with their building stock due to them being very old buildings and not compliant with COVID ventilation requirements. They are actually considering whether it's now time to move offices, which will be an unwanted expense for them. In the owner-managed business arena, we have been focusing on the Department for International Trade Helpline, which has been open to assist businesses in exporting to the EU. We are currently talking to the Department for International Trade about this and hope to host an event shortly. We are receiving reports that Newcastle appears to be returning to normal quicker than other locations. Offices are busy and people are out and about and there appears to be limited mass wearing going on. There's also been an uptick in the number of individuals and clients expecting face-to-face -face meetings. This is a difficult issue for businesses as opinions and policies differ from business to business. Individuals in the family team are reporting that lockdown threw a lot of couples together and there has been an increase in cohabitation since lockdown started. We are focusing on highlighting that the current law does not cater for cohabitating couples and raising awareness on this issue. The Ministry of Justice inquiry into dispute resolution is ongoing and there have been a couple of child vaccination cases brought before the courts for determination as to whether the child in question ought to have the COVID vaccination. To date, the courts have found that the COVID vaccination is part of the national programme and generally expect the vaccine to be in the best interest of children. If parents are in dispute over whether their child or children should receive the COVID vaccination and then take the issue to court, the courts are likely to be pro-vaccine. If the child is being looked after, then the local authority can overrule any views of the parents and are likely to follow the vaccination route. In the built environment sector, the government have announced a new code of practice and draft bill in respect of resolving COVID commercial rent arrears. The bill is due out in the new year and the plan is for a new arbitration process to be in place by March 2022, particularly around retail and leisure where huge issues remain. Following on from COP26 are the issues of sustainability and environmental issues. Key points include that the net zero commitment of bigger organisations with several big house builders setting out a roadmap. Challenges around existing stock with decarbonisation and energy consumption coming to the fore. And a big push to refurbish and repurpose rather than demolish. There's no doubt, however, that the sustainability agenda is definitely here to stay. For claims, we are generally seeing that senior claims people tend to be reluctant to return to the office, whereas junior people are happier to go in. This is causing concerns for managers around how young people learn if the senior people are not in the business to be shadowed. 
Some businesses are seeing COVID outbreaks and loss of staff. That together with the Brexit impact is hitting and some are struggling to cope operationally. CRU delays are up to 14 months of causing issues with the claims handling procedure, with the CRU advising that staff have had to be pulled off the regular day-to-day -day work to go on to other projects. There has also been a spate of trials adjourned at the last minute due to a lack of judicial availability. Relisting in Kent and Stoke-on-Trent alone is 12 months on. Some organisations are reporting that they are looking at their business models, with one insurer reconsidering the move of work offshore and bringing it back onshore for budgetary and filling skills gap reasons. The Office of National Statistics have released their October figures for working from home. It appears two thirds of working adults are travelling to work, notwithstanding concerns. And ESG continues to be the focus for various insurers, particularly around their staff well-being. In the corporates arena, we're now starting to see the first Sybil's loan insolvencies coming through. Accountants are reporting that they're still quite reluctant and cautious about returning to the office, whereas one hedge fund manager in London has advised that they have had a three-line whip to go into the office. Also, we have seen a deluge of urgent refinancing transactions coming through the door. Not quite sure whether that's Brexit or COVID or both. And last but not least, the crossover between COVID and Brexit does continue. We have seen the new consultation, the Financial Service Future Regulatory Review be released. It's being heralded as a once in a generation opportunity to ensure the UK mould financial services regulation going forward as it detangles from Europe. This follows the previous consultation, but aims to build on that. The consultation is open until the 19th of February, 2022. And some of the main aims are to keep the PRA and the FCA going as it is, but empower them further to remove retained EU law for financial services. The dispute about Northern Ireland uh, protocol continues. The UK has still not reached an agreement on the revamping of the Northern Ireland protocol. The UK is still threatening to trigger Article 16, which would suspend the Northern Ireland Protocol, whether in part or in full. UK businesses are fearful and are urging the government not to trigger Article 16 as it could lead to a trade war. There are warnings that the effect of Article 16 could include interrupting British exports to the EU, EU members imposing checks on goods immediately at the border, and disruption to the supply chain further at a time where it's already struggling due to COVID and Brexit. It has been reported that the EU are considering terminating the TCA, the trade agreement, if Article 16 is triggered, which would mean a 12 month notice period would be invoked. And then the UK would have to trade with the EU on WTO terms, which is almost akin to a no deal Brexit. The labour shortage is continuing. The Recruitment and Employment Confederation have reported that there is an increasing shortage of prison officers, forklift truck drivers and driving instructors. Prison officers associations say the service is actually closer to breaking point and gave an example of 134 officers leaving a North Wales prison over the last three months. There are massive backlogs for driving tests as learners could not learn during the pandemic. This is impacting the recruitment process. 
And finally, the UK Warehousing Association have reported the chronic shortage of HGV drivers is due to both COVID and Brexit. The shortage of forklift truck drivers is linked to Brexit. 34% of forklift truck drivers were EU nationals prior to Brexit, and they've now gone home to Europe and are not being replaced. Businesses are paying more to recruit and retain employees. The downside is that the increase in expense is being passed on to the retail customers who may in turn pass it on to the consumer. Well, I do hope you've enjoyed the brief summary and thank you for listening. <laughs>